0: Welcome to the St. Anne Roman Catholic Podcast, coming to you from Gilbert, Arizona. We pray that God will bless your time as you listen. The gift is not like the transgression. What is the condition of man? In what state was he intended to be? In the garden, God created Adam and Eve, and he gave them the gifts of original justice and holiness, such that it was in their power to obey all the commands of God. And I'm not talking here about merely avoiding mortal sin, even venial sin. They had within them, because of the gifts of God, the power to resist all temptation. They had no imperfection in their emotion, no imperfection in their desires, no imperfection in their thought or in their body. But because of their disobedience, they lost the gifts of original justice and holiness. And because they no longer possessed those gifts, they could not give those gifts to their children. No one can give what he does not have. The further consequence of this was that the spirit and the physical body or at war with each other they lack the harmony that they would have had had we had the gifts that held all of that together this is what we call original sin that is the condition which every man and woman is born into lacking the gifts and with this inner struggle with a darkened intellect and a weak will and a broken heart. That is the condition of man. Now, when I speak of original sin, there are many who do not like this. They want to say, well, how unfair that they did something in the garden and I have to suffer the consequences for it if we do not share in Adam and Eve's condition, then neither can we share in the condition of Jesus. If by his act we share in what he has done because he shares our nature, then we must share in the condition of Adam and Eve. Original sin, brothers and sisters, is a dogma of the Catholic faith. To be accepted and believed as revealed by God himself. And if you toss it to the side, just know this, you also have to toss to a side the dogma of redemption through the act of the one man, Jesus Christ. The two belong together. So let's turn to the Gospel. At that time, Jesus was led by the Spirit into the desert. Some context helps us with this. What has just happened before this? Jesus is baptized in the Jordan. And we hear the voice, this is my beloved Son in whom I am well pleased. And the Spirit comes down in the form of a dove and anoints Jesus. And in that same spirit, purposefully leads him out into the desert to be tempted by Satan. Did Jesus need to be baptized? Did he suffer from any imperfection? No, he was perfect God and perfect man. He didn't need to hear the voice from heaven He knew whose son he was, and he was filled with the Spirit from the day of his conception. So then why do these things take place? Not for his sake, but for ours. Jesus willingly undergoes baptism, not so that he can be sanctified. He's the source of holiness but so that the waters of baptism might be sanctified. The dove alights on Jesus and anoints him, not because he lacked some kind of anointing, but so that the anointing that's going to come to us through him might be made efficacious. And so every single one of us who have been sanctified in the waters of baptism and anointed with the Holy Spirit and confirmation, this is what Jesus did for us. And the Spirit leads Jesus into the desert. Can Jesus sin? No, he's God. And God cannot be seduced into sin. Why then does the Spirit lead him into the desert to be tempted by Satan? What does that mean? Jesus willingly undergoes what you and I undergo in order to claim victory over the evil one and to teach us how to resist temptation. How did Jesus teach us to resist temptation? He fasted for 40 days and 40 nights in preparation for his ordeal. In the modern church, we have two days of obligatory fast. That's it, just two. Ash Wednesday and Good Friday. And I think because of this, We don't fast at any other time. And some of us don't even bother to fast on those days. You will not find in the history of the church a single saint who didn't fast. Not one. And one of the reasons that we have a very serious difficulty in the spiritual life is because we do not fast. We do not prepare ourselves by an act of the will of offering some legitimate good to God in order to make space in our lives for His grace. If you do not fast brothers and sisters and it need not be crazy and extreme I'm not saying that, but if you don't have fasting, uh, mortification, discipline, as a regular piece of your spiritual life, you will not make progress in holiness. Jesus taught us to do this. Once he has been prepared, how does he overcome the incursions of the evil one? He says the same thing three times It is written It is written It is written He makes no act of power On his own behalf He doesn't fight With the devil on his own terms He humbly submits himself To the holy word of God And depends entirely Upon his heavenly father It is written And here's our second problem in the spiritual life. When's the last time you read your Bible? How can you say to the evil one, it is written, if you don't know what is written? To contemplate the word of God day and night, to make that the centerpiece of how we live our lives. Think of all the times that we waste Facebook, YouTube, video games, television, movies, all the other sorts of entertainment. All of our energies expended there in things that do not actually refresh us. But if we were to make sacred scripture a precious thing in our lives and contemplate what God gives us through the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, we would have all the means to repel the attacks of the enemy. Fasting and contemplation of the word of God. Well, so far, I've told you what our horrible condition is, and the things that we don't do. That may sound an awful lot like bad news. Here's the good news. The gift is not like the transgression. If by the transgression of the one the many died how much more did the grace of God and the gracious gift of the one man Jesus Christ overflow for the many. The gift is not like the result Of the one who sinned. If by the transgression of the one, death came to reign through that one, how much more will those who receive the abundance of grace and of the gift of justification come to reign in life through the one, Jesus Christ? Just as through one transgression condemnation came upon all, so through one righteous act acquittal and life came to all. Just as through the disobedience of the one man the many were made sinners, so through the obedience of the one the many will be made righteous. What is our condition? Well, we do have the darkened intellect and the weakened will and the broken heart. But we are sons and daughters of God through baptism. We have been afforded a share in his divine nature even now while we walk this earth. Jesus did not come to restore us to some primordial garden to set the clock back to the beginning. What he offers us goes beyond our wildest imaginings, which you and I tend to take as a matter of course because we're Catholics. But we no longer understand the beauty and the joy that is ours and what is offered to us by our Savior. So rejoice, brothers and sisters, for our penitential disciplines this Lent, for the fasting and the praying and the works of charity that we do, all these things are meant to strip away all of the distractions and the incursions of the evil one that keep us for our very reason for being we discover in Jesus, man was not made for a garden or for commandments, man was made to share the divine life of God himself. Humanity is kapox dei, not just able to receive gifts from God, but capable of being united to God himself in glory. So our penances are not impositions on us. They are creating space in our hearts for the love of God. Yes, we continue with the tensions and the struggles and the weakness and the failings. Satan might overcome me. He might overcome you from time to time. He cannot overcome our Savior. It's to him that we turn. Jesus turns everything on its head. He does undoes everything that the enemy has done to humanity. The enemy tricked Adam and Eve to eat from a tree in a garden. But by a tree... We are saved and invited to eat from the fruit upon the altar and so share his life. My brothers and sisters, make this Lent the Lent that you put aside everything else in your life and take up the Lenten practices necessary to make progress in the spiritual life so that when Easter comes all of that space will be filled with the glory of God Amen Thank you for listening to the St. Anne Roman Catholic Podcast For additional podcasts and media visit us on the web at www.StAnneAZ.org Again, that's www.StAnneAZ.org St. Anne, pray for us.